Ah, spring is in the air and Mother's Day is just around the corner. Last year you gave her flowers. The year before that, flowers. The year before that, yep, you guessed it, flowers. This year, how about flowers and the gift of music? Take her to the old rock house for Deb Stock 2023. Free Tree, Russo and Company. You drive me to drink, so I drink and drive another nail into the railroad ties. Once my track's finished, on board I climb and I'll ride right through the night. Hey. Ryan Shaney. I'm on the edge. I'm looking down and I don't see the bottom. Can you forget? Emily Wallace. I just want a simple life in St. Louis. I I just want to spread some love in South City. And comedian Meredith Hopping. Doors open at 2.30 and the show is from 3 to 7. Advanced tickets are $15 and $20 at the door. This is a benefit for glioblastoma brain cancer. Advanced tickets can be purchased through etix.com. It's Debstock 2023 at the Old Rock House on May 14th. Featuring Russo and Company, Ryan Janey, Emily Wallace, and comedian Meredith Hopping. We hope to see you there. Don't forget the flowers. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another brand new episode. Today's features returning guest, One Way Traffic. Had a great time hanging with them uh, and talking about their brand new record that is available everywhere. Uh, We talk about their big release party they just had and uh, how much fun that was and uh, all kinds of other stuff. So check out Move into the outside now, wherever you get your digital music at. You're going to get a little preview on today's episode. We're getting some stories behind these songs and much more. Uh, and you can catch One Way Traffic May 13th back at Old Rock House with Arkansas and Opal. Uh, so come on out to that show. It's going to be a good one. I uh, do want to remind you, as always, uh, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs. With over 25 rotating taps out there, sure to got a beverage just right for you. Uh, we got a lot of uh, great food on the menu, all kinds of burgers and uh, nachos and flatbread pizzas and pretzels and salads and Tasty Eats, plus they got a huge patio out there, a great space for uh, hanging out on a lovely spring afternoon on a weekend and having some cold drinks with some friends, and and uh, you get some great live music out there too. Uh, they got some events coming up on Tuesday, they're kicking off uh, their spring cornhole league on Tuesday the 25th of April. On Thursday, the 27th of April, there's a Singo Bingo going on, and that's the best of country. And then Friday, uh, you got your music starting with uh, Josh Liddig on Friday, April 28th. Saturday, April 29th, Buddy and Whistle. Whistle. 
and you can find their full concert calendar, beer menu, and food menu, and everything else at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to follow along with them on your Facebook and Instagram for more info. And keep an eye out, uh, Friendship Brewing Company is coming to Hannibal, Missouri, and Flint Hill, Missouri. Open up two new locations this year, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, more info coming soon. And uh, you heard about it on the intro over there, but uh, Deb Stock is happening May 14th, Mother's Day, Sunday at Old Rock House. This is a benefit I put on in my uh, mother's memory for raising awareness and funding for brain cancer. And uh, this year I brought along a bunch of my talented friends in Russo and Company, Emily Wallace, Ryan Cheney, and comedy from Meredith Hopping. Uh, tickets $15 in advance at etix.com or message me and I'll get one to you. Uh, and over $20 at the door. They have show uh, 3 to 7 p.m. Doors at 2.30. We'd love to see you there. So come on out and join us. Mother's Day, Debstock at Old Rock House. Uh, if you need anything else from me, feel free to reach out. Uh, rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com hit me up on the socials rockpaperpodcast.com for everything and uh, with that out of the way sit back, relax and enjoy this brand new episode with One Way Traffic um, podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio it's on, it's on the internet does that make sense? Uh-huh. yeah <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. You're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. And we're one-way traffic. <laughs> rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper. Paper covers rock. Rock beats is the shame. Covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot. Could be rock Folk, country, a hip-hop, jazz All kind of folks that he has Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh On the Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with One Way Traffic. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Uh, This is, uh, well, we got, uh, what, uh, three-fifths of the band today Mm -hmm. with us, uh, and uh, this is cool. I'm I'm really excited to catch up. Uh, It's been a while since we all got to hang, and uh, I know you guys have been busy working on this brand new record that we got out now and had a big old release party and all kinds of fun stuff but uh so i figured it'd be a good time to catch up and dive into this brand new album and uh talk about what you all been up to but uh, i guess before we get rolling too far let's you want to go around and introduce yourselves for for everybody listening sure i'm uh i'm sam abishan i play the uh, mandolin uh i'm sam option i mean i'm sam avery <laughs> and i play guitar <laughs> I am Leah Osborne, and I play the baritone ukulele. Yeah. 
and we're uh, we're missing Eric and Drew today. Yeah. Uh, Eric plays bass. Yeah. Drew plays drums. <laughs> yeah. Which we did uh we did an Eric one not too long ago. I actually got oh that's right yeah, yeah. That, that was a that was a fun hang kind of just a talked about the Muppets. Yeah, get, yeah, get him to talk about it because he like he's you know he don't get a mic very often, so it was uh fun to get him to. He open. doesn't want one, right? For the record. Right. He refuses. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun to put him on the spot and make him actually talk for a while. So, um, Andrew, I think he's, I think he might still hold the record for the most appearances on this show. So, uh, he, uh, but, uh, yeah, we, so we got the, the new record, uh, move into the outside. Yep. Yep. All right. Moving and, and, uh, now available on all your streaming platforms and on CD. And uh, but let's talk about Saturday night. This is uh, this was you know, obviously very fresh. We just had a big old release party over there with the Bernie sisters uh, to a packed house at Old Rock House, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was, um, everything uh, go according to plan or pretty close. Went. Yeah, yeah, it went great. Better than expected. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, and then some. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was definitely the biggest show we've put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like it was. Yeah, we. Uh, Got a real kick out of seeing a line out there before the doors even open. Nice, so yeah. moving up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great though. Yeah, uh, yeah. We had 13 players on stage at one point. Had a full horn section. So we had um, trumpet, trombone, saxophone, keys, uh, violin, banjo, in addition to the five of us. And then also the Bernie sisters were up there. Very cool for a full song, Funky Town. Nice, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, those uh, those girls are a ton of fun too. They uh, mm-hmm. very sweet, and uh, it's been fun to follow their careers over the years now. And uh, totally. but uh, that was nice to see them a part of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what you you all recorded a, a set possibly for an upcoming live album? Yeah, we right? did. Yeah, we felt like this was like going to be a really big show, and in an effort to you know record the monumental occasion that it was and also have some stuff that we could possibly put out in the future we decided to record the whole show get everything on tape and then yeah we may release it down the line and put it out for everybody else parts pieces and parts i'm excited to hear it you too yeah that's the thing that i'm excited for too is just how excited the five of us are Mm -hmm. to all listen back to it because we all had such a great time Mm -hmm. and it was such like a euphoric feeling on stage We'd love to experience that again and help the people that weren't there experience it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that a lot of our studio albums don't really capture like the live show really. <laughs> so I would, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I would definitely parts that are missing, but even listening to some of them, like there, you can definitely feel some, that it's maybe some live elements to it as you guys playing on the record. There's, there's certain yeah. tracks I feel like that are like, I can imagine like, it's pretty close to what you guys would do live. Yeah, uh, I think uh, us taking, I don't want to say us taking as long as we did, even though we, it did take a little bit of time to get out, um, that really helped the album in a way where we could play the songs so much live and figure out what we like to do with them that when we got in the studio, we were like, oh, well, maybe let's extend this part like we do live mm-hmm. as opposed to let's go in, get a concise, just base model. We went in and said, well, let's make something more than, you know, Mm-hmm. What we maybe did on the last album, right? Try to give them that more of that live, uh, innovative feeling. Yeah, I mean, like operator and 
Voodoo Mama. Mm-hmm. Here comes Mongo. Here Those comes were Mongo's. like all yeah. live recorded jam or like recorded live jams mm-hmm. right. in the studio. So. Pretty sweet though. Yeah. I uh, was speaking of like the big band version of one way traffic uh, of maybe uh, <clears throat> seeing some pictures and stuff triggered the memory of uh, you all getting to play uh, Dubstock with me and, yeah. uh, in 21 over at Old Rock House. And we had Aaron and Adam on horns and Garrett Ranji on guitar and Spank- Spanky on keys. And we had <laughs> like right. this, the big band version then that night too. Yeah. And like, and I mean, I, I think about that night in particular in that moment with everybody on stage, like, I feel like when I'm uh, when everything's all said and done, that's like going to be one of the in the highlight reel for sure. Like that was such a totally. a fun moment, and uh, like it was just uh, it was a great day, great night. I, so that's another thing too. <laughs> I love how that was recorded, right. and that's on you know YouTube or wherever. Yeah, and we can all relive. We did whipping posts, right. and right. Leah right. Leah yeah. sang it and kicked so much ass. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. it's <laughs> just yeah another great thing that we can relive. Yeah, yeah. I remember rewatching that video so many times. It was a yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah. I think what's special, though, uh, circling back around to the new album, is that we're producing these songs that are able to support a big band now, right. which is yeah. so cool. It's so cool for us. I mean, like, if we wanted to, I feel like we could hire a saxophone player and he could play almost over <laughs> like every single yeah. show with us. Sure. So that's really exciting, the true progression of our band, the way it's going. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like, and like... uh I would say, uh, you know, it's, it's what's really cool is like, I would say it's kind of founded in grassy roots, but, you know, obviously you guys are exploring so many different more sounds, especially mm-hmm. adding brass and keys and mm-hmm. everything else too. So it's like, uh, you know, that's what's fun too, is like just exploring all kinds of different sounds. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, we talk about it often, how we all essentially met at Pops Blue Moon around the condenser mic doing the grassy Mondays. But I specifically remember him, Sam Avery, saying something one time. This was like years ago. And we're just talking about the band in general and just life in general. Might have been right after like COVID started to oh, yeah, yeah. open. Is this at Lion's Choice? It could have been at Lion's <laughs> Choice. But Shout um, out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said something like, I'll be damned if I play my acoustic the entire time I'm in the band. Oh, yeah. And from then on, it just it felt like things were, they just kept progressing and kept progressing and we started writing differently the electric was introduced he's got an electric mandolin now we have a full drum kit now and eric mm-hmm. plays strictly electric bass right so it's just really freaking cool it's yeah. a lot of fun yeah well let's uh let's talk about some of these songs and uh highlight some of this uh brand new album again uh, now available everywhere but uh i wanted to uh, we'll start with uh m- maybe uh the most catchy one for me, at least, uh, operator. Mm-hmm. This is one yeah. that, uh, gets, uh, and it's, it's the last song on the album. And I think it's, uh, appropriate because as soon as you get done listening to it, like you want to start the record over again, it's mm-hmm. just like, it immediately gets that, <laughs> that like little, uh, do, 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 you know, yeah. like immediately start humming along and get that stuck in your head and you're like, well, let's do it again. So it's like, uh, <laughs> right. it's, totally. it's, it's, it's this song is a ton of fun, and uh, this is a uh, S- Sam Avery mm-hmm. on lead uh, mm-hmm. vocals. And uh, what, uh, what what all do you want to tell me about this song? What, about uh, well, kind of like what you were talking about with the record. I re- one thing I really like 
when we were like discussing the track list and putting everything in order is how Dusty 17, the first song in the album, is just, you know, me by, my, me, me by myself. And it's just, you know, just one thing. But then the end of the album, it's, you know, we're all mm-hmm. peeking at, you know, this big part in the song. Mm-hmm. And it's just that final bump, 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 bump. It's like everything, just right. like, whatever. But, um, yeah, it makes yeah. it. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> that is really it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, think about I just it like thought that. of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, Operator was uh, one that I, um, a lot of my songs, I feel like the only thing I know how to write about is myself. And um, that comes out in you know, a lot of my songs. But Operator was one where I was like, well, I want to try to write from like a third person perspective. And so I got kind of this image of this guy who, you know, is using a payphone or whatever to get hold of the operator. And he keeps talking to this operator and he ends up falling in love with him. And it's like, uh, there's certain lines in the song that kind of allude to the fact that he's never actually seen this person or met this person in real life. But um, like you watch me standing on the sidewalk, it's like everybody stands on the sidewalk, you know, but that person automatically attaches some sort of meaning to somebody who maybe they think is the operator or the proverbial operator in a sense. Mm -hmm. But uh, so that was definitely a big thing with that song when I was first getting into it. And um, also I just like to try to write very catchy things. And so uh, when I first came up with the progression, the bump, 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 I was just looping that over and over and over again. And uh, eventually I got the melody, the and that was something that I was just playing on the guitar over that. And I really tried to let the song kind of build itself, like with different layers and parts. And uh, yeah, eventually I added the lyrics after I wrote all those. And um, yeah, I was just trying to make something really catchy and maybe something that we could all, you know, relate to with that. Yeah. That pie in the sky operator. Mm -hmm. We don't know what it is or who they are, but they're out there. And you've, (laughs) you know, seen them in little moments. I am, man. you never said you're sorry too bad you never said your feelings changed and standing there to worry to worry about all these things if i should have seen it coming i'll call you up you say that no one's home guess i never got the message even when i'd always check my phone operator operator answer the phone call if it takes a time for a moment of your time Passing out my window The rain is cold but I like the sound Heard you're planning through the headlights I can't see without When you're standing on the sidewalk I'm waiting for the morning train Got my coffee and granola Give you a call just to hear the ring Operator, operator, answer the phone call If it takes a time for a moment of your time Let me hear your 
This, uh, I think there's something also about that, uh, where it's like the, uh, the little pause and, and like it says that helps like build like 
anticipation you yeah. know it's like in that in that melody and mm-hmm. stuff too so where it's like and uh i don't know it just it all comes together really nicely and it builds as a great song and uh, thank you this is a ton of fun and um i think it's it's one of my favorite songs that we play live because yeah. of the the open-endedness at the end where we can all kind of do you know whatever and build mm-hmm. but also the when we all do the mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll just start you know just making noises <laughs> and like have a little bit of a vocal jam right but it was really cool with the the horns though yeah they put yet another what i call another melody on top of the melodies that were happening so like the stops you were talking about they would yeah. do this yeah. like like really, ascending like yeah it was really really it. cool yeah. so that song is just very open-ended you can do a lot with it it's great i uh the way my mind uh starts to work sometimes like i wish i like had the uh you know know-how and abilities to do some of the things like you know but i start like kind of building a music video in my head and i just this is one that like obviously being the operator like i immediately went to like Sam just like laying there talking on the phone and like t- you know talking to the. If you want to make uh, us a video yeah. for it, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely it's definitely a song that should have a music video. Yeah. Right. I tried to be very like uh, visualized with the lyrics too. Like uh, mm-hmm. I talk about rain and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then paint and then, that picture. And then I start like the whole kind of like the whole music is the. You know, it's like yeah. So that's why I just start the wheels start turning and stuff, and but. That's good. That's what I like. You know, like we were talking about, you know, it's a very uh, open-ended song in that way. And I like hearing whatever, whatever people think about when they hear it, you know, keeping their thoughts open. So what about uh, recording this one? Is this, uh, was uh, anything cool in the studio or? uh... We recorded that at Native Sound, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This one was definitely, I feel like one of the first ones ever for us that we had a full on jam section that was like mm-hmm. over two or three minutes of jam. It might've been like close to four. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to remember like the, how long the end it is. Of it. I, I remember we like decided on like a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and then every time, you know, we'd just be playing we'd be like, Oh, it needs to be longer. Yeah. So then the very last time we were like, let's just, we're not planning it. We're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then that's eventually the one that we used on the album. Yeah. Just, let's just it's go like, for it. It's mm-hmm. like seven minutes, right? Or Yeah. That song's close to seven. I'm pretty sure. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's that was definitely um, a pivotal moment, I suppose, for us in the studio. Because that was, like I said, the first time we've ever done a song quite like that, jam-wise. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It was, all, was the whole record at Native? Or was uh, it a couple? We recorded some of it at Native and some of it at uh, Sawhorse. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two yeah. Uh, fantastic establishments. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, well, let's uh, let's get uh, another one in here. Um, the song is a uh, Drew Lant song titled "Go Easy," mm-hmm. and uh, this is uh, another uh, fun one. Uh, just uh, you know, it's a little more. Um, I guess a little. I don't know. I, the way I interpreted uh, the lyrics, I I feel like. Uh, there's a little more substance to it, I guess. Like just like that, he's like, I feel like maybe sobriety or dealing some kind of struggle with something like, and uh, and 
And I feel like those are these. This is a, this song and these lyrics in particular are some, a message that we can all relate to and something we all need to hear certain days. You know? It's yeah, like, that's classic uh, Drew, right? Yeah, I feel like Drew is very honest about yeah he's himself with his songwriting, and right. I think a lot of people can relate to that, and a lot of people uh, can kind of get behind that because mm-hmm. you know. We all, I think, you know, we all go, go through the same things, just at different points in our sure. lives. Mm-hmm. And Drew's very good about, about talking about all the different things that he goes through that people can be like, yeah, you know, I really relate to that. I say 
Pretendency. Yeah. I was going to say, I was just thinking about pretendencies like mm-hmm. that. It's just that, like you said, that Honesty. honest, the yeah. honest, uh, those lyrics that people just immediately grab onto mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, I've felt that before. Yeah. They, yeah sure. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. probably, I mean, like, again, going to pretendencies, like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's been a clear response to that song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh, like yeah. one of your most. Uh, it is definitely play- our most played, our right. first song we ever put out, too. So, but it's, you know, people are gravitating towards. I imagine gravitating mostly to the lyric content, mm-hmm. message, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the song, definitely. So. And he he's really good at. I think he's really great at putting melodies together too. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's a catchy ass song. Yeah. And people said, "I'm gonna be oh, okay." Yeah. People yeah. love that. I mean, yeah. like that was one of the coolest parts of looking out there on Saturday at the crowd and seeing everybody singing our songs. It's just right. so cool. I love that. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, go easy is obviously a, a cry or not, not a cry out, but, a, a obviously go easy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, let yourself heal, let yourself go through the motions. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Drew is just really, he's got a really good way of putting that on paper and right. Now you guys, uh, are you now as far as like writing these songs still, are you, is it still pretty much you all write individually and then com- present it to the band and kind of create it? Yeah. There's yeah. only been a, there's only been a, a, a few songs that I feel like have been true collaborative. We just, um, me and Drew just wrote one like a few months back that was purely, he came over here we sat down and wrote a song together in an hour. Mm-hmm. And that typically doesn't happen for us. We would like to do that more, but usually it's Sam sitting in his basement figuring something out. Right. I'm sitting right here in this chair sure. figuring something out. But well, yeah. But I do feel like that's what makes this group so great is that, you know, you, again, we have multiple voices coming through, multiple songwriters, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just all in, you know, just a lot of different, styles all mixed up into the five of you i think it helps with the uh it's like something for everybody right things Mm -hmm. because you know with right now at least me lee and drew being the main songwriters um and we all write so differently Mm -hmm. it helps you know kind of set varying tones of what's going on and like i said yeah give something for everybody right to gravitate towards there is definitely like I also wrote a, a new song within the past few months and brought it to the band already, and we're playing. We've played it a few times, but it was definitely like a here's the bass, and then mm-hmm. all of us collectively. Most of the time, he'll put a melody down and put some sort of riff in the song that is remembered on his mandolin, or 
he'll add different lyrics when I'm just doing like a, you know, a C, he'll be like, no, it needs to be a C sharp. Yeah, I was going to say like, you uh, Avery's really good about changing up the chord progressions. Right, and, chord progressions. So yeah. stuff like that. And like if Drew knows different spots we should hit and stop and do different uh, rhythms. rhythms and stuff like that, it's, so it becomes a collaborative yeah, effort, that, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, right. So. Um, well, uh, yeah, this, uh, <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. This whole record, I feel like, like Sam was kind of saying, you got even, you guys cover quite a bit of ground on the record from, you know, being more acoustic kind of sounds to, you know, these long jams and, mm-hmm. and everything else that coming through. Uh, I think we kind of, we said, I think we said the title, but uh, like here comes Mongo having like a, an instrumental, essentially mm-hmm. uh, some gang vocals, but uh, mm-hmm. having this like a long instrumental jam on there was a lot of fun just to uh, hear something a little different too. And, uh, but a lot of uh, variety on this record, which, you know, again, like it was fun to hear all these different sounds coming out of the group. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then uh, I liked... Um, you you were the now this song uh voodoo mama <laughs> this was uh which uh anybody that's been following along for years uh we used to do uh we did what two of them uh voodoo, voodoo mama fest uh down at broadway oyster bar which uh was like a big, all women big, yeah big celebration for women and mm-hmm. uh and all kinds of groups around town and uh that was uh some really fun nights to be a part of and and um and then so now it's uh now it's become a song and immortalized. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is that, was that like sort of the inspiration in writing that song uh, or, or is that just, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> so the inspiration is very random. Yeah. Uh, I used to work downtown at this catering place called gourmet. I go, and there was this old woman who would come in and drop off like the RFTs or the sauce magazines, whatever they were at the right. time. But she was in all denim. And I called her Denim Rose and me and one of my um, co-workers, we would make up like stories about her, like yeah. who she was. Oh, I'm sure she's this like voodoo temp, you know, woman. Like she just had that look. She had all this denim on. There was like roses all over everything. She It was just so it was a completely made up story. Yeah. Kind of. Um, and that's basically what the song is based around, based right. around is a made up story. Yeah. 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 That's uh mm-hmm. that's fun though. Like just getting start uh create a random backstory for this mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um well let's uh we wanted to highlight uh another tune. And <laughs> this is a painted window. What, what do you want to tell With me about? My yeah, so Painted Window. Uh, the way that I wrote the lyrics, I was um, it was kind of at the beginning of uh, the relationship I'm still in, but it was the beginning of that relationship, and I was upset one day and decided to literally just write out my thoughts, what I was going through, and... Um, it was very linear, so there was no chorus, there's no bridge or anything. It's just lyrics for the most part. And that's really how I, I wrote it. It was about um, going through the motions of essentially, so like for me personally, I'll just get personal with it a little bit. I usually go right into a relationship. I won't really date said person. I won't, it'll just be immediate like, okay, we're together, that's it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, this relationship, it was, a, it was a little different. We were still dating and going out and doing, <coughs> excuse me, doing other things. So for me, that was a new, new experience. And that essentially is what the song is started about. That's what I was upset about. I didn't know how to handle these emotions that were coming at me that were like, to an extent, jealousy or like too high of expectations for what was going on when usually I'm just used to being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then um, the, <coughs> I guess, some of the imagery that's in the song is uh, my partner and I sitting in her car talking and we're like painting on the window. You know how people do like, they'll just right. paint with the fog on the window. So that's that's what that is. Nice. But yeah, it's essentially just around learning how to deal with a new style of relationship or dating, mm -hmm. so.
think that's uh important for all of us too like grow, just growing up you know so it's like always uh mm-hmm. evolving as mm-hmm. as humans and stuff and and mm-hmm. whatever the next uh thing the next phase of the relationship or whatever it is um but yeah very cool thanks for uh mm-hmm. thanks for sharing uh, yeah. getting a little personal with us today yeah <laughs> uh well, again, uh, this is uh, available on all your streamers, and we have CD copies, physical copies available uh, on CD, uh, and you can purchase those at cdbaby.com today or any of the upcoming shows. And uh, it's, uh, I think this is a you know, great timing kind of uh, to drop a new record and kick off the summer because uh, you, you all are going to get real busy here soon, huh? We got some mm-hmm. – some, uh, festival season and uh some some touring and stuff right yeah so we're going out to colorado in like two weeks right mm-hmm. yeah indiana this yeah indiana. kokomo this indiana weekend. yeah we played this is it the coterie mm-hmm. yeah the coterie 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 um coterie, coterie. <laughs> uh we love playing there from the very first time we played there we were like this place is awesome mm-hmm. you know i loved it because there was a bunch of ween stickers <laughs> my favorite band but uh uh, this is our first like two night run at a place. Mm-hmm. So they have us back to back nights, Friday and Saturday. And it's the first time where we can be like, yeah, let's play two different sets, two different nights mm-hmm. for uh, the same crowd. Probably. And they have really good burgers. Great burgers. Yeah, great there. burgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they always give us a one way traffic burger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was our burger yeah, last time. Right. It, it had like uh, PB and J with like, are we? No, it was like, it was like a barbecue sauce. Oh, like, yeah. It was like onion rings and bacon jam. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're uh, um, Indiana this weekend, and then we do Golden, then Denver, then Boulder, and then Lawrence, Kansas on the way back. So it'll be a cute little four-day run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. And then uh, our next St. Louis stop, for the hometown crowd, he said it was May thirteenth. May thirteenth. Thirteenth. That is, uh, it's gonna be called, I believe, like the Road to um, Ozark Mountain Soul Fest, which is put on by Opal Agafia. Um, and um, yeah, I think it's going to be us and Arkansas and Opal. Nice. So, and that's at Old Rock House as well. Two bands who we've uh, really been seeing a lot lately. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a great thing where it's yeah. like you know. We kind of run with the same crowd now. Sure. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, there's definitely like the circuit kind of. Like, mm-hmm. It's like you can all just be like, oh, hey. Yeah. Remember when we saw you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're all trying to do the same thing. Here. Right. It's the scene thing. all connects. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, uh, that's cool. Uh, it's going to be a fun night. And uh, that, uh, so grab some tickets for that. And uh, any of these upcoming shows, come out and support. And grab a CD at the merch table or a T-shirt and posters and all kinds of stuff we got going mm-hmm. on so um but uh yeah i'm excited to you know get out there and hopefully uh you know meet some new people and continue to grow the fan base all on uh, yeah. all these different markets now and stuff and so we can uh we can do a lot more of this soon we're definitely um you know if anybody out there is listening <laughs> we're definitely still looking for a booking agent and somebody to represent us and so we can get I think the goal for us is definitely to obviously put on our own shows like we did Saturday, but go on the road with like-minded um, bands that we open for and we play venues and continue the hit 
ears that want to hear music like us. Um, you know, I think, I think we want to do this for real for yeah. a while. So, uh, um, yeah, we're gonna, I know that Sam Albashon and I have been really talking about essentially like putting our resume out there to see if any agencies want to back us and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. pair us up with these bands that just is, seems right. You know, like leftover salmon at Red Rocks. <laughs> just, just saying, just saying. Uh, let me just pick a name out of, uh, just, out of a hat. A, oh. Yeah, let's just you know, or railroad earth or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, you two or Beyonce, or, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, Maggie Rogers, Humphreys, any like minded or any of them. I uh, that, that's for me. That's like uh, that's the one I still haven't got to yet. Red Rocks. I need to. Oh yeah, I need to make mm-hmm. that happen one of these days and. Uh, but yeah, I, it's uh, there's one that I I talk about quite a bit, and I, I kick myself. It's like for not making it happen. But it was uh, <laughs> it was Michael Franti and JJ Gray and Mofro uh, double bill at Red Rocks, mm-hmm. oh, wow. and like two of my favorite groups. And I was like, I should have been there. That would have been an incredible <laughs> night, just like you know, just like being out there. And then I think also I read that. Michael Franti did like yoga on the rocks that morning. I'm sure he did. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't do yoga, but it'd be fun just to you know, do yoga with my <laughs> sit and watch. So, yeah. Just sit there. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, I've <laughs> I've been to Red Rocks when there's no shows, and there's people like jumping those, yeah. like going backwards down these. Yeah, uh, like running up and down the like, uh, <laughs> basically the benches. Yeah, where the benches. Sit and watch the shows. <sighs> and people doing yoga on the stage and like right. there's like drum circles and stuff it's funny i love that place though yeah I'm excited to be back yeah. yeah we should go there yeah hang out there we do that That'd be cool yeah i um but yeah that's a, that would definitely be uh cool to get to open for some of your favorites there so hopefully we can make that happen yeah it'd be cool to do that one day what uh you mentioning uh the burgers uh and stuff like um is that uh pretty big part of the road life for you finding uh the new uh new spot to eat and stuff <laughs> or, i think i think we're all kind of foodies we right. definitely yeah. love eating yeah. we will say yeah. that i mean yeah we uh we definitely like to pick out what um I mean, we it, the the discussion of food is is there every single day. We'll oh, yeah. just say I mean, that. Sure. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> it has to be, obviously. But what do you guys uh, like? I mean, do you have some old, you know favorites or do you, that you go visit? Or are you always looking for something Labau. new? And yeah, that's Labau in Columbia, Columbia, it's, Missouri. Uh, it's right next to Rose Music Hall, and anytime we're at Rose, we're always going to Labau. <laughs> yeah. We're going there. Yeah, a yeah. lot of times they've got like a forty minute wait. Now it's like yeah. yeah. They're rightfully good, so though it's yeah, yeah it's honestly so some of the best food i've ever had yeah <laughs> so um i don't know there's always some sort of destination right. you know me i freaking love food obviously but like i'm constantly looking up like what we could possibly go eat yeah and we all pretty much like around the same just no peanuts is the <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta avoid peanuts and avocados and watermelon and we're good yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah um we'll be putting a poll up on facebook so you can guess who's yeah. allergic yeah, to who, what who's allergic, who's to, allergic what? to what <laughs> uh god i'm trying to think of like any really really good meals we've had 
There's a lot of good meals that we've had, but Where's we've been the... split up sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Some of us say. are, like we had sushi. And... I was going to say, I remember the sushi. With the... <laughs> In Colorado. Oh, that yeah, was the first time I ever had sushi. sushi. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Um, that was your first time having sushi? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's, it's too small. <laughs> I, I, I want to eat my food. I'm going to eat somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and sushi's like my favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah, I like it a lot too. I just had it like two days ago even. So yeah. uh but yeah, food is I feel like a lot of times too, like between the five of us, we've all been different places and somebody like knows a place oh, where we're yeah. going and it's right. great. Oh yeah, the like, Sam's like Sam's number three. Yeah. yeah. Oh in god, that's that was so good. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's such good onion rings. There's this place yeah. called Sam's number three in Denver. I think there's a couple of locations. There's a couple oh, no, up yeah. in there, yeah. Yeah, it's like a great. huge diner. So good. That's good. Um, <laughs> remember when we drove 13 hours and then I had a. <laughs> oh, yeah, we skipped in and out. Is that we, we skipped like oh. five in and outs from we went from Idaho to the basically the most western part of Colorado you could go to. But it was still about a 13 hour drive. And we skipped about five in and outs. And I can't tell you how hard that was <laughs> to not go to in and uh, in and out. And then um, to show up to my aunt's house oh, and yeah, not yeah, have yeah. any food made for us when it was promised. That was a little hard, but uh, maybe. You're shooting on your <laughs> yeah, right now. That's okay. She won't listen to this. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we, I guess in and out is definitely going to have to be on our list That's a now. bucket list <laughs> spot. <laughs> have you never been there? I've never been. No, oh, I haven't yeah. either. Oh, it's good. It's good. I've never been either. Yeah. I like it. That's what I'm looking for. All right, let's pack it up and let's go. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> when when we go out uh even further out west too, we gotta go to Jollibee. Yeah. Oh I've my never god. Been there. It's like a Korean fried chicken fast food place. <laughs> it's uh, so good. <laughs> that's one of the good things though. I feel like we're all open to different foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can just get whatever sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh I mean, that's some my, definitely some of my favorite part of travel and mm-hmm. just to totally just to get to see it. Uh, luckily, we're uh, pretty blessed here in St. Louis to have a lot of different, you know, great yeah. restaurants and, you know, kind of a, this giant melting pot of culture and everything else. So we got all kinds of different influences uh, mixed up in the community here. So it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be fun to get out there and especially just. Hitting the road with your buddies and getting to see the little bit of the world and yeah, I like to cook too. Right, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of nights where Leah will, you know, we'll stop at a grocery store uh, and yeah, she'll pick some it. stuff up and make some of the best food you've ever had. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of. I mean, at this point, we just get Airbnbs instead of getting hotels. Yeah, because I mean, it just makes way more sense, and then I can cook. So, yeah, the last the last tour we took, I cooked twice, so we got two separate Airbnbs. I think we did curry i was gonna say we had like oh yeah uh tikka masala tikka masala the one night one and time. something else the other what was it oh i made like salad it was at yeah i know i'm trying to remember i what can't remember name. anyway i feel like it was some kind of chicken <laughs> dish i'm sure kind. that will happen in colorado too because we do like, like some andouille rice oh yeah oh, yeah too. you do a That's lot of red beans and rice yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. but yeah that'll happen again i'm sure in colorado this time because we'll just post up somewhere in the middle since it's that run is all on the front range we'll find a place that we'll just stay out for four days so 
Thanks. Probably cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about, uh, you know, Sam saying about which one, who's allergic to what. And I was thinking about maybe like, uh, <laughs> it'd be funny to like to do some kind of like, you know, trading cards or whatever. And that like, you know, random fact, uh, allergic to peanuts. So. Uh, that can be like the, uh, like his uh, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's their flaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah kryptonite. Yeah, maybe that's a merch idea for you. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, oh I remember old Rockhouse yeah. used to have like baseball cards for the different bands that would huh. come that's through cool. there. Yeah. Like, now they the, do the drinks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like I remember on the back of the trading cards, they would have like all the dates where they played at Rockhouse in the past. Hmm. Oh, nice. That's neat. I haven't seen those in a minute. Yeah. Uh, there's a comedian I like a lot, uh, Ryan Sickler, and he, I don't know how he ended up working it all out but he uh like had some kind of thing with tops and they printed um official tops baseball cards with him on it and i was like i was pretty i was pretty jealous i was like (laughs) yeah that's pretty cool like just to have you know um but yeah uh we'll get uh, get involved on the socials we got uh, your facebook and instagram is probably the best ways to get engaged and then uh one way traffic music.com yep. is the website for all info and uh, again hopefully coming to a town near you uh and uh we got a bunch of other like i said big festivals stuff coming up this summer so you can find all that information on the socials and uh, get plugged in and and hopefully uh have a good time out there this summer with one way traffic um i got a couple questions i wanted to ask you all and uh <clears throat> I was um I was thinking about like uh if uh was there like a certain fictional band you all would uh love to see live if you could um from I think about Two fictional ba- fictional band. like a it, fictional band from like a animated movie it, yeah movie or TV I've got or, two that come uh, to my mind oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, got one the Soggy Bottom Boys yeah oh, oh man obviously yeah, totally <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, also like Sweetwater from sure. uh, Almost Famous oh my god oh yeah if, wait was it Sweetwater wasn't that their name uh, no Stillwater Stillwater yeah Stillwater Su- Sweetwater is a real band Sweet Sweetwater is the the music company right yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> my uh the Beats from Doug there you go yeah you know what I'm talking about <laughs> the uh I'm pretty sure they were like green and purple people yeah but great band yeah. I'm trying to just think you of something. I mean, one. Spinal Tap is the obvious answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, what's that cartoon uh, about the metal band? Metal Metalocalypse. Metal oh, yeah. yeah. The guys from there. That'd be good. Yeah. Zorak from Space Ghost. Oh, yeah. I'd love to sit through a Zorak show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the SpongeBob Bubble Bowl oh, yeah. band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that moment on the Goofy movie when uh, Goofy's son. Is like performing as I can't remember the name, but Powerline. Powerline, yeah. thank you. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> so great. I would too. love to see a Powerline. I would show. love to do that because he's like being flung around on stage, and that would be cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. Good question. These are uh, these are the things I think about sometimes. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of good answers though. It's one of those things like you. Once you start thinking about it, you're like, man, there's all kinds of good shows. Oh, out man, there. Dr. Like, Teeth. Yeah, Dr. Teeth. Dr. Dr. Teeth is one probably night number one. Comes with, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and then uh, Lone Rangers. 
uh, <laughs> from my yeah. airheads. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I haven't, Oh my God. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that one too. I thought I hit them all. Yeah. I just watched Encino man. There you go. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Lonesome dove <laughs> outside out. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, these are, uh, just silly things to think about. All right. I mentioned, uh, trading cards about, uh, Say we have uh, one-way traffic action figures coming up. Um, what would you uh, What would you like to see as with your like as accessories to go with your action figure? Chef knives. Yeah. For me, definitely chef knives and chopsticks that are like sharp. <laughs> Am I allowed to say lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> Not laser sword. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd, I'm trying to think of just interests. I feel like probably the big gold WWE. Uh, or WCW belt. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think like what Eric or Drew would. Eric's got to have a bicycle. Oh, yeah, say, that's right. Or a screwdriver because he works on bikes. <laughs> I mean, Drew used to Drew used to wrestle and stuff and he was on, he was a, played football and stuff too. So maybe he could have like. Singlet. <laughs> detachable hair yeah really. i was thinking about like a helmet of some sort that could do something yeah <laughs> uh all right um what um now there's like uh obviously there's a big market for it today with like especially uh, having all the streaming networks and stuff and netflix and things like that but um is there like i was thinking of I ask the question a lot, maybe like as an actor or actress kind of role, but also like I was thinking about it as the, for the band, is there a movie or a TV show you wish you were in? Is like, is there a certain thing you think like a one way traffic songs would, would really fit well into a show or, uh, or uh, yeah. Hmm. It's a good question. Cause I mean, you look at like, uh, some of these, like, uh, uh, Yellowstone and so there's a lot of like music involved in these shows now and like yeah and a lot of these artists are like kind of getting big breaks from these shows and which is cool to see so man that's yeah. a really good question yeah, yeah. Hmm. I can see what a day and like the end of some shitty <laughs> Netflix rom-com <laughs> <laughs> um. someone's in the hospital it's just like you call it life <laughs> I mean, like, parts of Operator could be, like, yeah. in between scenes of pretty much, like, yeah. I don't know. I think of a, a show like Broad Dexter. City. Or, well, yeah, Broad City. <laughs> I I, that's literally the first thing I thought it was Broad City. Um, I mean, but, I could see San Fran being in a movie, too. Like, uh, Well, what's really funny is San Fran was... Night Flight scene. That was yeah. influenced by this uh, six-part uh, HBO thing called Angels in America. It's just really dramatic stuff. I'm not going to get into it. But basically this uh, Mary Louise Parker, I, I think that's her name. I think that's the name of the actress. Yeah. She's like in an airplane and her last scene, she's like, night flight, San Fran. I dreamed I was there. And that's like the first lyric of the huh. song. And so, you know, that could totally be in uh, that movie or. Yeah. Wait, when the what's plane the first line of San Fran? I dreamed, I dreamed we were there. Oh, I never knew that. <laughs> and I saw it 
yeah. I thought you were saying, oh, Dreamweaver baby. Yeah, oh, Dreamweaver baby is what I was... Whenever we sing it, I'm always like, oh, Dreamweaver baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What is that? And Eric says for uh, the shark, when I say, I don't see no, <laughs> I don't see no, man, he says... Are you saying Encino Man? So, you know, you yeah. Go. We are now. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite things. It's like people like told us what they thought they were hearing. Right. Yeah. And we like wrote a song about what they thought yeah. we were hear- they yeah. were hearing as opposed to what it actually is. <laughs> yeah, those are misheard lyrics are some of my favorite things. Like yeah. it was always a, I think, I don't know, I can't remember the, what the example was with Stacy did that not too long ago. We were <clears throat> cruising around and I heard her singing and she said, you know, whatever she said. And I was like, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> She's like, that's the lyrics. I'm like, no. No. I I feel like you and I were just talking about. I had one of those. I had one of those recently where I was like, uh, the song "Whip It." Mm -hmm. When he says, "Try to detect it," Mm -hmm. I thought he was saying "tattoo detective." (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of the queen at that, though. I don't really sing the right lyrics a lot of times. Yeah, I was like, "Tattoo detective." Tattoo detective. And Gabby was like, "What? What the?" (laughs) <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> That's funny though. Uh, all right, what uh, uh, what about a uh, dream duet or a collaboration for for the band? Is there obviously there's a uh, a bunch of our favorites out there. I've always wanted to sing with Graham Nash. Yeah, he's always been up there, pretty high for me for the band though. A Miley Cyrus. Uh, uh, yeah. Nothing breaks like a heart tour. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If we're talking, we like open for full, Miley. Are we talking individual? I think Taylor Swift duos? picked us as one of her openings, yeah, or like the band <laughs> opening for another, no, or like who do we want to play? No, like who do we, we, we yeah. like? Someone sits in with, with us, or right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, or yeah, or how are you want to do that? Yeah, some, some kind of. Oh my god! <laughs> hmm. I mean, sting. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I feel like there's a lot of good, like any of the people from the McCurries, like yeah. Ronnie yeah. McCurry or <laughs> Jason Carter, Ordell. Ordell, period. <laughs> he could sing a song with yeah. us. God, these are really good questions. Yeah. Do you guys, I mean, obviously uh, that's kind of the fun of the, the spirit of the of festival season and stuff out there. Like, do you get to do quite a bit of that? Like getting to. And I mean, like kind of what you did at Saturday at Old Rock House, getting to bring up some feature players. Uh. We're starting to, I feel like, we're starting to make those connections with people like we were talking about with Arkansas and Opal. So, like, that's starting to happen for mm-hmm. us where we can be like, yeah. Yeah, we had Opal, Mike. Mike from, on uh, fiddle. Oh, yeah. From yeah, Opal's violin. band. He just played with us. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's <laughs> Richie. I was going to say, Nagin. Richie Nagin. Shake Nagin, baby. <laughs> from the <laughs> funk uh um but yeah we love that i mean yeah. like we would have loved to have vince sit up on stage with us at oh, that yeah, show totally. like vince or drew Emmett. those yeah, are yeah, so many say- of those things so you know we get those people up there and it's like we're playing but we're all uh open mouthed why yeah just like, like, yeah, oh, my yeah, like oh my god that's <laughs> vince over happening. there yeah. all right <laughs> i was gonna say vince is one of my i would love to collaborate with him or have like a duo kind of thing that would be so cool with vince yeah. i feel like i feel like he and i would vibe talk about cheeseburgers you know <laughs> and <right>. mushrooms <laughs> psychedelic mushrooms 
on cheeseburgers. Yeah, on cheeseburgers. <laughs> cheeseburgers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think uh, I also kind of just believe in, you know, manifesting some of the stuff. Put, put it out there, yo. That's I've been talking about us opening for leftover salmon now for the past three years. Where? Uh, where? Yeah. At, uh, <laughs> at uh, Red, Red Rocks. Rocks. Yeah. Probably like 2026, something like that, maybe. <laughs> I yeah. see it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. One way traffic, leftover salmon, and uh, you know what other what other band would oh, be there? Railroad Earth, Railroad Earth, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> or the, you know, Galactic. <laughs> Who's that girl who did the uh, the like uh, house version of Deal, uh, oh, playing in the sand? I don't remember. I don't either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we could have her. <laughs> what was that band at Northwest String Summit that was like the two girls ripping? Ship twins? No. no. You you were oh Molly Tuttle or no 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 no, no. there was a piano player and then a guitar oh Holly player. oh Ghostlight oh Ghostlight, Ghostlight. that's yeah. what it will be it'll yeah, be yeah. one way traffic Ghostlight and leftover that sounds salmon. good to me yep. <laughs> you know what I mean it's like all of our worlds combined yeah there you go yeah or Umphreys whatever all right I mean yeah. <laughs> that'll work too oh, start who's that bands? Bands? <laughs> yeah what about the fish yeah I was gonna say fish yeah yeah. <laughs> They don't do openers. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm trying to keep it real. <laughs> I don't know if fish would. We'll play before happen. fish at Bonnaroo. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is there uh, something you think that y'all could get into the Guinness Book of World Records for? Oh, uh, boy. Um, most fun had on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. I'm trying to think of something like having to do with driving, like Eric yeah. being mad all the time. Or <laughs> yeah, Eric, that hothead. Yeah, oh and yeah. And this guy is pissed off. <laughs> Get, so, uh, most um, hated roundabouts. I don't oh know. yeah, I hate roundabouts. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. That's about it. All right. <laughs> uh. And what about uh, celebrity impressions? Do anybody does anybody do impressions in the band? I do a lot of impressions. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes there's just funny voices we do that right. uh, can oh be God. attributed to so many people. Yeah, yeah. I really like Sam's old man, like bluegrass ish voice oh, that if he only does. I could think of maybe a reference. <laughs> I don't want to say it out loud. No, I know. Um, but that's one of those voices yeah. too, where it's like, you know, I, I feel like we meet so many people that mm -hmm. like we can all pick up on not saying, you know, anybody in particular has a funny voice, but <laughs> some people yeah. have funnier voices than yeah, others. Right. And, you know, we can just kind of pop each other with all these different voices and be like, oh my gosh, I know who that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say Eric does that Hermione, uh, like, uh, oh, yeah. it's not, you do, you do a good oh, Ron yeah. Weasley. I don't remember the what line. What was the line? Um, it's Livioso. It's Livioso. <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> Not Livioso. <laughs> uh, we have been doing a lot of like um, videos and stuff that are yeah supposed to be comedy. We think they're funny as hell. Yeah. Um, and in particular, Sam and I really love skits from like SNL or sure. um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? So we try to integrate stuff like that in our, some of our like promo videos and stuff. 
Yeah. So. Well, I really enjoyed the, the ghost like, videos. It, the, uh, the QVC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. I just think like things like that. I just love um, like, of course, we have the music aspect and, you know, people can listen to our stuff on Spotify. Right. But I love like being able to do things that really like showcase our personalities sure. mm-hmm. and like knowing what everyone's good at and like what they're like excelling at. It's like I love, you know, putting that on display. Mm-hmm. So like, well, I mean, that's yeah. like the fun of, you know, I mean, obviously there's got a ton of other problems, but social media, like getting involved where you mm-hmm. can you can ac- access your fan base more regular like that you know having yeah. you know be able to be engaged with them and mm-hmm. <clears throat> share these videos and, and these funny things and stuff i mean uh and or podcast even like what we're doing yeah. today like yeah. Getting, yeah. you know these things where you, it's not just you as the performer on stage for for that hour but you know the, yep. you get to know you as the, the people too so uh, i think it's a lot of fun and i think that's what's made podcasting what it is today like totally. you know and stuff yeah. too like people want to people love these conversations and hearing these things and stuff so um but yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun just to you know be, get to be silly and and have fun with your friends to do on it, you know. So yeah, uh, I remember I can't remember who said it, but uh, somebody was talking about uh, a record is called is called a record because it's a recording of something, and it's a it's a tangible thing that's like always going to be there, and that's in the music sense, of course. But uh, especially now, like one of the benefits, like you were saying, with social media and the ability for anyone to you know sit and create a video on their phone or anything and put it out there for so many people to see there's we just have such a a resource for people to be remembered Mm -hmm. in a way that so many people that have never had any of these things were unable to do Mm -hmm. and i just love taking advantage of that to where you know years down the line we can look back and see where we were at a certain point of our life and even you know when people are gone there's just so many things that we can look back on now mm-hmm. and have a recording of them yeah for ever yeah yeah, yeah man i actually I, I talk about that a lot on the show just like the fact that i've had friends on the show that you know have passed and mm-hmm. like having their voice recorded on here and yeah. things like that like it's just uh it's cool to preserve that you know memory and stuff so. to help other people know the person and yeah you know, everything going on oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah continue to share their story yeah, if you so. get a song written about you, you live forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh well, yeah. I uh that's pretty uh I feel like that's pretty good spot maybe to wrap up. Uh we uh kind of full circle kind of cover cover full range of uh, you know, emotions and topics and mm-hmm. uh but we uh we got a again a brand new record. Uh, available now everywhere on uh, your streaming services and cd copy um which i wanted to ask too like uh move into the outside uh, i noticed is a lyric in dusty mm-hmm. and uh what, what, what was uh was there a, much of a talk about why that particular I lyric? I think we were just in the van one day and we were all kind of like we were uh, just like spitballing ideas we were like right, it's got to right. be called something you know? <laughs> right um, just be storming and yeah. so uh so originally what wasn't originally like moving to the outside moving to the outside Mm -hmm. and then like i don't remember who suggested move into move into the outside Mm -hmm. yeah but that was it yeah Yeah. we were just uh i think it was a good uh uh analogy too for kind of the album Mm -hmm. because you know the first album is very uh bluegrass kind of influenced 
somebody's getting ready to do a drum solo outside. <laughs> One, two. Yeah. <laughs> but um, moving to the outside, I feel like is a good analogy for we have this. The album starts again in a more grassy kind of sense. And then we're moving to the outside where like operator go easier, very mm-hmm. big, bigger pieces. I think more. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's I think that makes sense now that you've uh, mm-hmm. yeah talking about it that way, that for sure. Um, and then uh, catch uh, one way traffic Opal in Arkansas here locally in St. Louis on May thirteenth at Old Rock House. Mm-hmm. Uh, full details uh, and the rest of the shows on the website and one way traffic music dot com and Facebook and Instagram. But uh, appreciate you all spending some time with me today and. Course. getting to do this yeah. Yeah, for thanks for having us yeah. appreciate thanks for you. coming out yeah always a good time catching up with you also yeah. appreciate it and uh let's do it again soon for sure. all, all right bye everybody goodbye au revoir